Hello, Kinksters, and welcome back to another amazing episode of the Kinky as Fuck podcast with me, your host, The Reverend. So, last week we had a bit of a problem. I couldn't upload the episode. I'm not sure why, but uh, it's been fixed. And uh, here we are. You're listening to us live. Sort of. It was recorded in front of a live me. Anyway, so... A lot of you have been messaging in, and I want to say thank you so much. I'm actually doing fantastic. I'm driving myself and my significant other crazy while being in a sling for the next uh, four more weeks. But everything is going well with uh, post-surgery. And again, it warms my heart to see all the messages coming in from all of you. And uh, But speaking of my significant other, everyone's going, where's V? When's V coming back? Never. Oh, shit! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen and everyone outside and in between, it's V! Hi, everybody. Okay, so I brought V back in because today we wanted to talk about cigar service. And that's something that V and I both really enjoy doing because a cigar is a lot of things, but mainly it's a promise of at least 30 minutes to an hour of just relaxing. It's something that V and I have a little bit more intimacy with, a little bit more just slowing down and being able to enjoy each other's company while sitting on the back deck or fire pit or whatever. But with all my research, as always, cigar service is a lot more to certain people than it was to us. But it doesn't have to be. We're going to go into all of that coming up next. But first... A word from our sponsors. (laughs) Oh, she beat me to it. Oh, that's fucked up. But you know what? Starting with fetishforlife.com. Show your love for everything kinky and fetish as fuck with t-shirts, play bags, coffee mugs, and so much more. All of that by fetish artists. The artist who knows what fetish tastes like. Also, we have sanctuarylax.com. They are back open in their new location and they are ready to fulfill all of your fantasies. Maybe not all. But still, check out SanctuaryLAX.com for the list and schedule of all of their socials, their classes, their parties, their events that are coming up. All of that at SanctuaryLAX.com. And of course, I've got to say thank you to Spotify. And other than that, Kingsters, let's start the show. Time for the kinkiest fuck podcast with your host, the Reverend. Be very, very quiet. We're looking for kinksters. This week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about one of my old-time favorites, cigar service. Oh, oh, oh! My baby's naked. Yay! Are you ready yet? Nope. Are you ready yet? No. Are you ready yet? No. Okay. A big shout out to all of our sponsors that make this podcast possible. The Kinky is Fuck Podcast. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash kinky AF podcast. Yay! Now, oh, fuck. All right, Kinksters, welcome back to the show. As I said earlier, we have my partner in crime. You've been missing her, and uh, I've been keeping her away from you. Rude. <laughs> no, her work has been very crazy. <laughs> But I am so glad to be sitting here with V once more, uh, talking about kink, baby. All right. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about cigar service. Uh, v, do you remember when exactly we we started with cigar service? 
Oh gosh. Uh, I had to have been at least what? Six years ago. Master Gabriel started to get involved in it. Master Gabriel turned you on to it. Star was all about the the service of doing cigar service. And I was like, well, I may as well learn this stuff if I'm going to join in the fun. And we've been doing it ever since. Yeah. And uh, I've actually been smoking cigars since um, I turned 18. Um, it was one of the things that was almost like a rite of passage with my um, with my group of friends. And I've, I've kind of learned what I like, what I don't like. But even though I've been smoking these cigars for damn near 20 years, um, there are some people out there that I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> just like some people are into fine wine or, you know, me and my collection of leathers and toys and all this kind of stuff. People get really into cigars. And uh, I'm impressed. But I'm going to be able to talk to you today about my experience with V and a couple of things that I've been able to pluck from people from Discord and Twitter about cigar service. So, first off, why? As I said in the intro, it's a promise of relaxation. For some other people, it is high protocol. And that's cool, too. I always love a good high protocol uh, situation when it's warranted. Mm -hmm. And it's really prevalent in the leather community, which is really cool. Full on leather clad individuals smoking cigars. I'm always a little bit paranoid getting smoke, that smoke smell out of my, my leathers. But I've been told by several boot blacks that it's really not that hard because they're good boot blacks but i don't know anything about boot blacks so i'm just like i'm just gonna wear my t-shirt and a cigar <laughs> yeah, i'm not wearing the cigar but still okay so v um i know what's in it for me i enjoy sitting back having the cigar getting that light you know light buzz from the nicotine and uh, i enjoy being waited on by you my my wonderful slave wifey mm -hmm. Uh, but what's in it for you? You seem to really enjoy it as well from the giving end. Oh, yeah. Like you said, it's it's an act of service, right? Just like any form of service, whether it's cigar service, whether it's tea service or drink service or what have you. It's a moment that I get to share with my sir, with my dominant type. And I mean... I have a captive audience for like 30 minutes. Where the fuck are they going to go, right? They're not going inside. Uh <laughs> nope, not doing that. So it's one of those things. They they plunk themselves down in one seat and they pretty much just stay there while they shoot the shit with their friends. They're having wonderful conversations. They're discussing the nuances that is kink. And well, why do you do it that way? Fantastic. Teach me more about your way of doing things because Lord knows none of us wants to be a one to wayist but in that, I'm able to kind of sit back and watch my sir do their thing and just bask in that moment. It also forces me to slow down because I'm not going running around doing anything else in this moment because I am attending to sir and their cigar. When sir lets me do all of the service, I'm the one that makes sure that, you know, ash is knocked off. I'm the one that's making sure that 
the cherry is burning at an even rate. I'm the one that helps do the purge where I get to be a dragon and it's amazing. I really thought that's what I'm in it for. I get to be a dragon at some point. Um, but it, it forces me to slow down because I'm not now thinking, well, while Sir is doing this thing, I'm going to go do A, B, C, D, E, F, G and then come back to Sir when they're done. I'm with them the entire time. Right. So, um, V went over a lot of things there and throughout the entire process. We're going to break all of those down in a minute. And we're going to talk about what dragon breath or purging actually is. But uh, first off, you know, how do you choose a cigar? If you're really new to cigars, I would pick something that's a little bit more uh, light. And any any cigar shop owner or, you know, just weekend aficionado We'll be able to give you a couple of recommendations, whether you like peppery, whether you like just nice, almost like a hickory type uh, smell to it. So picking a cigar is step number one. Now, also, if you're brand new to uh, smoking cigars, don't get a Churchill like I do. <laughs> Churchills are the ones that are damn near 10 inches long because okay. I'm always a size queen. So... Uh, but get one that's you know a little bit smaller, like a like maybe a torpedo or a robusto or something. Or a like nub. That. Or it's a nub. okay to start with a nub. Absolutely. <laughs> and then once that you found your cigar, uh, you're gonna need a couple of tools. You're gonna need a cutter or a punch, or there's one other thing that I I can't remember the name of it right now. I should have written it down. Bad gear. Bad reverend. But uh, normally I only use a cutter or a punch. Now, with a cutter, it's one of those weird little finger guillotines that uh, that you all see. And yes, it is sharp. It is sharp. Uh, could it actually cut off your finger? I don't know. I don't want to try. That's why, why are you making me ask myself that question? I mean, with enough force, anything <laughs> could cut off your finger. So uh, subjective. Well, at any rate, though, uh, you're just going to, uh, you know, as Mel Brooks would say, you stick the thing into the little hole there and just click nip the tip. And you just nip the cap off and then you uh, make sure there's not any debris, any flakes, any. <laughs> That's me. Like, just like that. Trying yes. to spit out the tea leaves. And then um, once that you do that. Try to take a puff from it when it's unlit. If you're able to get air through it, you're good to go. If not, you might need to hit uh, hit that again with the cutter. So there's also a couple of ways to cut. I normally enjoy just a straight cut. Other people like um, like a 30 degree. Some people like a V-cut. That's the thing I, I forgot. There's a V-cut. How could I forget that? I v? don't know. How could you? I've God never done a V-cut. Apparently, I need to learn to master in the V-cut. Well, no. It, it's a special cutter. I know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Fine. I was being funny, sir. Damn it. All right, moving right along. <laughs> so there's a lot of different ways. I also really enjoy a punch. But for me, I haven't... Either it just closes up as the tip gets soggy, or I'm not doing it right. I know. The tip gets wet. <laughs> Okay, I put the tip in my mouth and I just like I start sucking on it and moving right along. <laughs> so, uh, so depending on your preference, you can cut 
either straight cut or angle cut. You can do a V cut or a punch. Um, punches are kind of going out of style, so you're going to find a straight cutter everywhere you go. Next, we're going to talk about lighting it. So we're going to talk about what kind of flame you want to use. Now, um, you've seen in Hollywood people lighting it off of, uh, you know, dumpster fires or stove. And, you know, th those, those are not good ways to do it. <laughs> Normally, I recommend uh, the traditional three. You can do a wood match. An actual wood match, not a cardboard match from a, like a book of book of matches, because that's a weird flavor. But if you use an actual wood match, it gives it a little bit more of again that kind of hickory, that smoky, that, that sulfur taste, the sulfur campfire flavor. Mm. Um, then you have butane, which is just a torch. You've seen them; uh, they look kind of intimidating. They also look like they could take off at any moment because, again, they're jet flames. Yeah, basically. And those uh, give you more of a clean taste, a clean burn, and they help light the cigar a lot quicker. Yes. And then the last one would be a traditional uh, Bic or Zippo. I try to stay away from Bics because, again, it would take forever and it would end up burning your hand more than anything. Mm -hmm. But a Zippo, again, uh, it's probably because of the fuel that's in the Zippo, but it gives it a nice, odd flavor, but I enjoy it. I know I'm talking about, like, huffing chemicals, maybe. I, <laughs> I don't know. I enjoy it. I enjoy lighting it with a Zippo. But we're actually, uh, before you just stick it in your mouth and light it on fire, there's a couple things that you can do either you yourself as the smoker or the one who's preparing it for you, providing you the service. What I like to do is I like to toast the cigar first, but we've actually shown V and V's been doing really good job at toasting it. So why don't you go ahead and just talk about your routine there? Yeah. So from like start to finish, yeah, the moment you finish. hand me the, the cigar and the wrapper, all that jazz. Yeah, hit it. Okay, cool. Let's do this. So when Sir hands me their cigar, it is usually still in its little plastic wrapper for protection purposes. Um, gently remove it from the plastic. You don't want to like bend and kink up your cigar because that would make for a very sad day. <laughs> um, like Sir mentioned, you're going to get your cutting implement or your punch, whichever one you are going to use. I personally prefer the cutter uh, just because it, it – leads to a better burn and a more consistent uh, draw. But um, before you even cut, you're going to take the end that your partner is going to be putting in their mouth. And I hope none of you are squeamish about germs because that end is going in your mouth and you are getting it nice and wet and malleable enough to take the punch without coming unraveled or to take the snip without coming unraveled. Um, so, yeah. You get to look kind of cartoonish while, you know, you, you got this long Churchill 10 inches sticking out your mouth. And you're just rolling it around going, blue, 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 blue. I'm just getting your cigar ready. Blah, 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 blah. All my spit goes to my sir. <laughs> we <laughs> And we are fluid bonded. Are. So that is uh, that's fine by us. So, again, with this type of thing, you really have to pick and choose if this is the level of cigar service you want. 
Um, some people are going to be a little bit more squeamish about the germs. And all right, cool. So starting your cigar for you is not going to be my thing. Uh, but maybe I'll hold the lighter for you while you start it yourself one way or another. Um, anyways, once you have the, the end of the goes in your mouth snipped and ready to go, uh, nine times out of 10, you're going to want to do that to the other end as well. The end that you're going to smoke from sometimes it's sealed. Sometimes it is open. So just take a look and see where it's at. Um, you don't need to suck on that end. It's totally fine. Just snip it and you're good to go. Um, but what I like to do is I will prep the cigar first with a quick hit from the butane torch and then I'll start puffing. And as I puff what I'm doing, I'm rolling it around back and forth in the flame, getting a nice even layer for that cherry. You don't want to just keep your cigar in one spot and do the puff, 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 because then your cigar is going to burn very uneven from the bottom side and the top side is just going to stay there going, so guys, I'll join the party eventually, <laughs> uh, which does not make for a fun experience because then you're wasting half of your cigar, or at least it feels like you're wasting half of it. Um, you're, so you're going to roll it around as you have the flame going on it. You're going to check it periodically. Uh, what I like to do in order to check that the cherry is burning all the way across the surface of that cigar, I'll blow on it. So I'll turn it to face me. I'll blow on the cherry. I'll, I'll see where the red lights up. If it needs a little bit more on the outsides, I hit it with spot corrections with the torch, do a couple more puffs, make sure I get a good amount of smoke in the mouth with, you know, cause that's where all the flavor is. Do not inhale. Keep it in your mouth. You're savoring it. You do not want to inhale. You are Especially going to. Uh, it is the worst cough of your life. Don't do it. <laughs> Just learn from my experiences. Um, and then once once you have a good draw and a good steady burn on that cherry, that's when you're going to hand it off to your your dominant type and let them enjoy. So V does a really good job, and I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, that's not how you toast a cigar. He's, Calm down. <laughs> I've, I've looked up several ways. What V does is not incorrect. What V does is actually great for me. The cigar smokes correct. But, man, there was a lot of people. This is the only way you light a cigar. I'm like, oh, it's the one true way to smoke a cigar. <laughs> okay, boo-boo. You go do it your way. I'm going to keep doing it my way because it's enjoyable. Wee! <laughs> no. <laughs> Wee! Um, one other technique for those who aren't fluid bonded and they don't want to light the cigar for the uh, for the other person you toast it solo what that means after you uh, clip the tip you're going to clip it dry by the way which is how you're going to get a lot of the the, the little flakes and yeah. tea leaves and all that when it's a little bit more moist I'm sorry the people that cringe at that, that word but when it becomes a little bit more uh, malleable is what V said. <laughs> there, there we go. go. Um, there's not as much of that debris. So if you're doing it solo or if you're doing it for someone who you're not fluid bonded with, uh, clip the tip and then just kind of maybe shake or tap that tip. You can even flick it a couple of times yeah, just to not get that debris. debris. Yeah. yeah. And then take your butane lighter and just torch the end that you're going to light. Now, when you're torching it, it's going to take maybe a minute or two, but you're looking for exactly what V described. You're going to torch it, torch it, torch it, even, you know, circular motion, and then you're going to blow on the tip. 
if the tip glows red all the way around, it's good to hand off. If not, keep doing uh, the round and round until you get a nice full red cherry at the at the end. And then hand it off. And therefore, there's no fluid uh there's no icky germs to transport from one to the other. But you were able to light your cigar and provide that service. Yep. So that's plan B. <laughs> All right. Now that the cigar is lit, now what? Do you just smoke the cigar or do you put some other things into it like V and I do? Cigar service is not only cigar service with us. We also incorporate... Uh, drink service we incorporate um, some protocol again i have heard from individuals that are very high protocol and that's cool but we use this more as a calm down and relaxing moment yeah um (laughs) a lot of people also use this kind of play as either humiliation or objectification objectification, things like that where you know i will try not to blow smoke into my girl's face because that's how i was trained at 18 of no you need to be a gentle person with your cigar you blow up not out uh (laughs) so i try not to blow my my smoke into anyone's face if that's your kink we'll talk about that beforehand but a lot of people will blow the smoke into another person's uh, face or shotgun the smoke, which that's kind of intense. Um, whew. I mean, I'd probably cough or puke into the other person's mouth. No, let's I'm not just do saying, that. just, no. oh God. <laughs> Cigar smoke is so unfiltered and so raw that if you try to bring it into your, uh, like just into your lungs, like you would a cig- cigarette. For those of us who are not, grizzled and seasoned smokers uh that's when you turn green like that old cartoon where oh, yeah. the, you just turn green and you, you start it's throwing up everything yep so a lot of people will do the smoke in the face shotgun the smoke or they do the human ashtray mm-hmm. now again if this is your thing i am not yucking your yum as i've heard a lot here in utah but it's just not my thing if you're into that kind of service and that kind of like you know humiliation degradation or even if you do it with pride that's fine we don't really do it but i've heard a couple of different ways that people are using the human ashtray yeah we had a member of our our household that took the the ash directly from the cigar into her mouth and then she ate the ash which was kind of hot to see but i'm not gonna do that to v it's just not my thing unfortunately i mean it does look hot as fuck and the other individual says oh yeah you know it's peppery or this one was salty or like that 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 taste profile apparently is there from the ash and i'm just sitting there Mm -hmm. going that's a fire pit (laughs) I don't want that in my mouth, I think. I, I fell into a fire pit. <laughs> but uh, again, you're going to modify it to be what you and your partner want to get out of the experience. Like mm-hmm. Sir said, Sir does not blow the smoke in my face. I am not a smoker. 
I will enjoy like a little baby cigar like once every couple of months with sir sometimes. Um, but just getting that face full of smoke, I would be coughing my lungs up the entire time and it wouldn't be enjoyable for anybody. It would, it would just be a miserable time and nobody wants that. Um, so make it what you want. Um, another way that we've seen people do the ashtray, uh, is directly into the hands. So, you know, the hands are cupped to receive the ash. Um, and again, some people play with it. Some people will, you know, mush it into the hands. Some people will again, taste it and say, Hey, what does this ash taste like? And it's just a small little sampling versus a full on like inch to two inch long bit of ash that collected. Um, so there were different ways to do it. Right. And if you are going to ingest the ash, let it cool. Oh, yeah. Don't that, don't take the cherry. <laughs> that was the one thing um, that our old housemate um, commented when she took it directly from the cigar. It's kind of like she took a bite of really hot pizza and just did the, oh, it's hot. Hold on. Hold on. She did the hot pocket reverse <laughs> blow. That's what that was. With ash in her With mouth. Ash. With ash. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Poor thing. I know. It was still hot, but it was kind of funny, too, with the whole, yeah, all right, put it in my mouth, and oh, it's hot, it's hot. It's yeah. hot. Oh, oh, oh. I regret my decision. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now, um, I actually did a little bit of research for those of you who do want to ingest ash. So, uh, thanks to all of my friends on Discord, I have a lot more information about the nutritional information of cigar <laughs> ash. Now, uh, cigar ash will still contain nicotine. It doesn't all burn off. Nicotine will actually increase your blood sugar. So if you're diabetic, watch how much ash that you're putting into into your body because it could affect your blood sugar. It could spike you. So just be watchful. Right. Also, that ash contains a crap load of sodium, which will then raise your blood pressure so make sure that you're taking all of these things into mind and prep for them beforehand if you are going to be ingesting uh the ash yes just a little service announcement from your local reverend yay (laughs) no it was really interesting actually looking that stuff up because the question was asked um no, it was actually provided the whole thing of, oh, it's, it has a lot of sodium, so it's going to m- mess with your blood your, pressure. Your blood pressure, yeah. And I went, oh, well, what about blood sugar? And we apparently all became um, Google scholars, and we're just like... It's for science! It has nicotine still! So that was a lot of fun to read up on. Another thing about human ashtray is... Some people are into actually having the cigar or cigarette being put out on them. Yes. Now, again, not yucking your yum, but there's a lot of things to be considering about that as well. Uh, These will cause burns. Yeah. These could cause scars. Yep. Now, if you are immune compromised and you get a scar, blister, whatever, that could really go wrong. So make sure that you're... You're prepping yourself if you're going to be literally a human ashtray where people are putting things out on you. Yeah. Just make sure that you've got your med kit right there with you and that your partner is well ad- 
adept at providing said medical treatment afterwards. Yeah. You have to clean the burn. You have to properly dress the burn. So just, just make sure everybody knows what they got to do before you do it. Exactly. All right. The other thing that I found really interesting, I've seen this done so many times where they do temperature play with a lit cigar. Now, this is kind of cool. When you have the cherry freshly ashed and you can see just the red glowing tip, mm-hmm. if you put that about an inch away from someone's skin. Oh, they're going to feel it. They're going to feel it, but you blow. They're going to really feel the coolness of your breath as well as the cherry, uh, the heat from the cherry being blown onto you. And it's an intense experience. Uh-huh. I loved watching that. And uh, Talk about the goosebumps. Right? There's a lot of fun things that you can do with cigar play. Um, we've kind of talked about a few of the more extreme things. Oh, no, I haven't even touched on the extreme part. This I found really cool. Which one? Okay, so I'm going to preface this and say... I would never ask this of V because I would never do it myself. Fair. What is it? So uh, this person on, on Discord told me that when she preps her sir's cigar, she will light it, get the cherry going, and then put the cherry into her mouth and offer the cigar to her sir with the lit part in her mouth. Ooh, that would be toasty. Now, I'm I'm hoping that her tongue, it's her in the teeth, teeth really. just in the teeth, just like, oh. yeah, take it, sir, take it, heart <laughs> injury, thank you. Right, but just ooh, that's that's intense. That would oh. be that would be hot. But again, I don't deserve that kind of service because I would never provide I just, that kind of service. So like legit, my brain always goes to like the worst case scenario. I know my sir likes to talk and my sir isn't always aware of when I'm ready to hand off that cigar. Heaven forbid I put that lit cherry in my mouth and I'm just standing there going, okay, sir, anyway, sir, sir, sir. And they're just having a grand old conversation <laughs> with this person back to me, not even noticing, sure, as I'm getting burned by the cherry. But that's, that's just me. Well, <laughs> But I can see how it would be really fucking hot. Right. Now, I, I do agree with you that um, when when we do our service, it's not as high protocol. No, it's not. So this is something very high protocol. And if dominance, if you're submissive, you're S-type, you're whatever, is offering you a cigar with a lit end in their mouth, pay attention. <laughs> right? Exactly. Jesus Christ. Oh, please. <laughs> We are not. Well, I mean, you could create a mind fuck scene with this, but negotiate that first. Right. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> all right. So uh, we talked briefly into providing different types of services along with cigar service. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I will hand off my cigar for V to uh, to ash it and give it back to me. Oh, V also talked about earlier the purge, the, the dragon's, dragon's breath. breath. So when you smoke a cigar, I don't know if it's when you take too many pauses or if you're smoking it too fast. I don't know. But normally when you get around the halfway mark, your cigar either starts tasting really peppery or a little stale 
or just not the same as when it started. The draw's not as good. It's feeling like it's getting compacted a little bit. Yeah. Or you start getting an uneven burn. Those kind of things. So I was shown this and I love it. But be be sitting down when you do it because it's a little bit of a head rush. Oh, yeah. Um, You bring up your lighter again. And in this time, instead of inhaling like you're you're trying to light it, you blow through the cigar. Yep. And all of those impurities will actually light on fucking fire. And go out the other end and into it... the sky. And everyone's like, oh, whoa. Now, I've had a good three inch of flame come off oh, yeah. my cigar at any given time. And it's always a fun little party trick. Yeah. Everyone goes, what's, what's the ref friend doing? So what that is doing, I'm pushing all those impurities back out of the cigar they are literally lit on fire. They're burned away. And when that fire finally goes out, you take a moment because it's a head rush. I always kind of sit there and go, whoa. And then I take a puff and it's like, it's a brand new cigar. Yeah. Just lit. I love doing that. Yep. So I can either give that to V to do, but a lot of times I keep it. Sir is selfish like that and won't let me be a dragon. Oh, it was really interesting. I we went to a party recently, uh, a game night with our our friend, um, and I needed to do it, but I'm in a sling, so I told V, I'm like, hey, go ahead and bring up the torch and put it in front of my face, and she lit it, and I blew through, and then I lifted my head, and I'm just blowing this flame into the air, and. There was a good couple of people on the smoking patio that just went silent and went, fire, fuego. (laughs) I breathe fire. (laughs) So that was that was fun. Yeah. (laughs) It is very fun to get to be the dragon. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, if you are the S type providing the service, your D type lets you be the dragon more often than not. Because it's definitely a highlight of the event. <laughs> Are you telling me that you'd like to be the dragon more um, Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, <laughs> wink, wink, yether. That would be marvelous. Kay, thanks. Noted. <laughs> All right. So basically we've gone through lighting the cigar, having the cigar, maintenance of the cigar, different types of play that you can have. Um, a lot of people have different little traditions that they do with the cigar. But when it comes to the end, I know that it's the end of the cigar when when the part that I'm holding is nice and toasty and it's kind of starting to hurt my fingers. You're done. Yeah. No one wants to inhale hot smoke. Right. No blistery lips for me. Thank you. Yeah, no. But um, for me, I was told it's bad form to crush the cigar into the ashtray. I would always hand the cigar off to V and V will place it into the ashtray to naturally go out. Yes. You don't need to do it this way. I was just taught that it's more of a respect thing for the for the person who rolled it. It's it's part of the art. Yeah. It's the nuance, the you know, the pinky up. And if you let it continue to burn that last little bit, you still get that aroma and that smoke that comes off of it that is normally quite pleasant, depending on which brand you get. Don't get stank cigars. Oh, God. Well, speaking of, you know, stank cigars, 
you, you had mentioned, you know, getting started with a cigar. What would you advise people to get started with? <laughs> All right, everybody. I am not uh, sponsored by any of these people, uh, but I do enjoy what's called a fat bottom Betty. I've been uh, I've been shown that here in Utah. It's those very are, nice. Those are nice to get started. Yeah. It's a dipped cigar, but not so dipped that it's like nasty. It's, so it's it's not a super sugary dip. Right. It's more like a Java dip. Even less than that, though. The the flavor is there, but it doesn't feel like, you know, I, I put a sucker to my lips. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? But it's a very nice, mellow uh, smoke. It lasts quite a while because it's a kind of thicker packed or thicker rolled uh, cigar. Uh, so that's a good one, but they're kind of hard to find. What I go for, I go for Romeo and Julietas, which are a little bit more peppery. I go for Camachos. Now, if you look at the, the wrapper of the cigar, the lighter the wrap, the easier and more mellow the smoke, traditionally. Yeah. The more darker the wrap, the more robust and more hearty of a smoke yeah now for you beginners i would actually go for the lighter wraps the more mellow the more monday smoke (laughs) versus the i'm gonna fuck up your weekend dark smoke okay right (laughs) like just there there's a there's a whole spectrum there so just just be careful (laughs) oh yes and again go for one of the more you know smaller sizes you don't need to go big or go home like i do so if you go for a nub or a torpedo or something like that that's fine a a churchill you're gonna be sitting there smoking that for at least a good hour and i smoke fast so if it's not your thing and you're still looking at two-thirds of a churchill you're like, what did I do to myself? Like, oh my God. I can't do no more. It's okay. Put it down. Walk away. It, it is not the end of the world. <laughs> just just letting you know you have that out. It's okay. You're the dominant type. You decide when that scene is done. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. So that was putting it out. That's choosing your cigar. We've we've talked about it from from tip to tip. Yeah. What else can you do to incorporate into your cigar scene? Now, we incorporate a lot of drink service. Either V is making me coffee or she is making me, um, I enjoy a good whiskey on the rocks or something like that. Um, Or just like a ginger ale or a a mocktail Mm -hmm. when we're with company that doesn't like to drink. Mm Mm-hmm. It just ends up being a really relaxing time just between V and I or our our group of friends. It doesn't have to be super sexual. It doesn't have to be, you know, so into it. Like we just do it very light protocol. We enjoy ourselves. We have a good time. Mm -hmm. It's also something that we can do among the vanilla people. Yeah. And no one bats an eye. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, it's it's actually pretty cool when we do it among the vanilla people and all of a sudden there's a female that shows up at a cigar lounge and is prepping the cigar for their mask presenting partner. And it like I cannot tell you how many guys have approached her going, dude, you're so lucky. 
your girl joins you for this stuff? Oh my God. She lights it for you? What? Blows their freaking minds. It's beautiful. It's a wonderful day. And I just turn and go, yeah, I put a ring on it. Well, I, I put a ring and a collar on her. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, let, You know, I think we're at a spot, unless you have something else to add. Uh, I think we've covered the basic 101 of cigar play. Yeah, for the most part, as far as cigar play goes, that just learning how to light it, learning how to pass it off to your partner, deciding who is going to be responsible for ashing, um, you know, who's going to be responsible for maintaining the burn, doing the purge if it's needed, all that jazz. Um, another component you can add to the front end of things if you want to do things a little bit more high protocol would be if your dominant type has a selection of cigars you can lay out one of each on a tray offer it to them and ask them to select which cigar they want to have for the night you go put the rest away in the humidor you bring it back out with all of the utensils and before you start each action you would be showing the tools you're going to use you would be getting permission to complete the next step for them and including them in that process some people don't want step-by-step-by-step by step by step authority and yes, go ahead and move on to the next one. Do this now. I've inspected it. You're welcome to move forward. Some are just like, yeah, that's what I want. Get it ready for me. So yep. talk it over. Figure out what level of protocol and intensity you want to do with this and have fun with it. Oh, yeah. Now, to kind of piggyback off of what V just said, imagine um, you're at a really nice restaurant and the maitre d' is, is providing you the wine list and showing you exactly what the vintage is and you know giving you that taste before you decide to take a whole glass it can be fancy it -hmm. can give it that little panache that little uh spark you can even incorporate special outfits for it you can get yourself that smoking jacket oh yes you can get your s type the some type the type of um serve outfit oh, yeah. whether it's french made whether it is maitre d whether it is formal weight staff attire or nothing at all you know you can choose how you want to approach this that's absolutely correct and so i think we've covered uh cigar play 101 i know a lot of you out there who are into cigar play at cigar service are going to message me if you're listening on Spotify, we have a Q&A uh, section that you can ask me directly a question or tell me that we did this all wrong or just go, I really enjoyed the episode. So ch- check that out on Spotify. We also put up a poll. Now, for this episode, I'm not sure what the poll is going to be yet, but I'll figure it out. We'll and, have fun figuring it out. No worries. And please vote. Interact. If you're not listening on Spotify, send me a message on Twitter, Instagram, uh, kinkyafpodcast at gmail.com, FetLife, et cetera, et cetera. We love engaging with you guys. We love the questions that come. We love the discussions and the discourse that gets brought up from one episode to the next. So keep it coming. Absolutely. And so I'm going to go ahead and say thank you to all of you for listening this week and uh, being patient with me because last week, again, don't know what happened, but... I know what happened. 
What happened? Sir just got done with surgery and they were out of it on pain meds. Don't hold it against them. <laughs> no, that was a that was a couple weeks ago, but I already had a pre-recorded episode. This week, Shh. I couldn't upload <laughs> This week I couldn't <laughs> upload an episode, but it seems to be fixed because here we are. Yay! In your earbuds going, hi, how are you? It's dark in here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So thank you all for joining us. Thank you to fetishforlife.com, sanctuarylx.com, and for Spotify for sponsoring the show. And this has been the triumphant return of V. Yay! And other than that, Kingsters, I'm the Reverend. And they're out.